Welcome to the From Busy to Rich podcast. It's a podcast designed to help advisors increase their profitability and quality of life. Today is part two of a brand new series called Practically Pretty, 10 Truths to Make Your Business Beautiful. In today's episode, we're going to discuss why your future maybe hasn't become the ideal that you envisioned and how to fix that problem with the life that you have left to live. Wes Young, how are you today? And I'm fantastic. You're looking dapper as ever. I like the glasses. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. It's called getting older and have to wear glasses to <laughs> use your computer. And also called uh, taking your daughter's advice and buying the right clothing. I take my 13-year-old with me when I rush out for clothing because she has way more style than her boomer dad. So Wisdom. 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 Uh, hey, I want to start the episode uh, by reading a review someone had left us. Uh, and it's from Mandela S. Uh, this is one of our reviews on Apple Podcasts, the best place to leave a review. Uh, and it's simply this. Five stars for this one. And they backed it up by actually leaving five stars. So thank you. Uh, great content with a great sense of humor. And so, Wes, I don't know if we're trying to be funny, but people think we're funny. So hey. I'll take it. By accident or on purpose, as long as the results there, that's all I care Amen. about. Amen. Results are what matter. We're very results focused. So if people are laughing, I'll give they're laughing with me, at me. That's right. Whatever. Uh, whatever. It's fine. Out of pity, whatever. I don't care. I'll take it. I'll take it. Beautiful. Uh, so let's recap maybe a little bit what we talked about last time. And then what's the, what's the, the next step here in the process of, of, uh, uh, of our new focus on being practically pretty for our business? Yeah. So, so the, the, premise behind this thing is there are truths out there, Andy, that exist that when we discover and apply them, they're going to make our life better and make us better at life. That's true of every area of life, um, not just the financial and not just the professional, every area of life. But but when it comes to living a beautiful life, if we don't take time to both discover and apply those truths, we tend to do life by default instead of by design. We tend to um, not necessarily... Uh, experience the same beauty or prettiness in a pursuit as somebody else who's a little bit more intentional about how they're approaching that. Because as we talked about last week, you can have two people doing the same exact thing, moving towards the same objective. And one of them, they've just got a lightness and a beauty about them. And the other one looks like they're struggling and suffering in the process. And, And what we know is it typically centers around this big idea of either they, they don't know, a truth that the other person knows, or, and this, this is kind of the theme of, of the whole last podcast, they just aren't applying that truth. And, and the funny thing we talked about is like unapplied truths, like unapplied pain, it, it doesn't do anybody any good. Um, you need to actually have handles for what you believe will actually accomplish something that you can put a paintbrush in that paint can and put it on your life in order for it to do you any good. So that that was really the, the setup, the tee up to that we're going to talk about truths, these 10 truths that we've seen after dissecting, you know, literally thousands of, of high performing financial planning practices that are, are they, there's a lot of things that are one offs, but there's some things that show up over and over and over again in somebody that's operating a beautiful practice mm-hmm. and consistently moving forward. And, and, and so these 10 things, these 10 truths, we can absolutely equivocally say that when you discover them and you apply them, that's the other kind, and you apply them, it's going to make your life better, make you better at life, make your practice beautiful. I went to a conference once, um, I mean, eight or 10 years ago, and I remember walking into a session and someone was talking about how they had used a specific strategy to grow their business. 
And people were just amazed. I mean, I was amazed. I was like, wow, look at those results. So towards the end of the presentation, they said, um, let me tell you how I do this. This is, this is the results. Let me tell you what it's going to take to do this. And they went through it. And I'm not kidding you, Wes, within 60 seconds of them starting to explain it, this was my reaction. I will never do that. <laughs> I will never do that. And it wasn't because I couldn't. It was just like, okay, sh- she's way more committed than I am. Like that, the level of um, commitment she had made to that. Um, now, the next time that I saw her was on Good Morning America. Uh, because she had done some things well <laughs> and implemented. And I am, I, there is a direct line, uh, between that talk and Good Morning America for her. Yeah. It was, it was implementation. Right. Yeah. Now, those uh, other areas that I implement and I'm proud of, but, but, she, but that one, I was like, no, she met you. And that was for the, that was the, the gasoline. No, no. no? She's doing just fine without me. Uh, I count her as a friend. But uh, it did not surprise me when she said, hey, I have a book and I'm going to be on Good Morning America. And I thought, of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. I went to your thing eight years ago and I saw how crazy you are about results and implementation. And um, and I would just say this, sometimes we're just not willing. Yeah. But I don't think there's things that we're going to talk about today or in the next eight weeks that are crazy, right? They're, right. they're not, we're, we're not, we're not asking you to sell it all and move to wherever, right? So stay focused, keep the excuses out of the way. It's possible. It's possible because it's been done. And, and today we're going to talk about um, seeing possibility and how important that is to experiencing what is possible in your life. So, Wes, uh, we want to talk about application, obviously. But one of one of and last week we talked about making sure you have a buddy involved. What's the vision? focus today. It's about vision. Flesh that out for us a little bit more. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, if, if I had to summarize the, the point of today, the theme um, that we want to discover and apply, it, it's to create an exciting vision. And I want to talk about what I mean by that. Um, so all, all of us, any, like a, one of the themes in my life and, and constant messages that I love to discuss is this, this idea of the gap, um, that we, have, we all have a gap. We, we have a gap between where we are and where we want to be between what we see today, what could be tomorrow. And that's this, uh, this idea of beauty of making life beautiful in the areas of life we care about. That's a thing in everybody. I mean, it, it's, I don't care what your background is. Um, you want things to be better. And, and so now we have different ideas of what better are, better could be, but there's this thing in us. And, and the tricky thing about the gap is no matter how much you accomplish, no matter how far down the road you get, the gap between where you are and where you want to be, it never really goes away. It just moves. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, if you, if you, if you think back even to uh, just spend an example, but like your first job. So mine was at a blockbuster video uh, that, that do not exist anymore, except like in a museum. And my job was to put the tapes on the shelves. Uh, I was 15 years old. I made $4.25 an hour. And I had this gap in my head. I thought when I'm making another dollar an hour, I'm going to be rich. I thought I'm going to have all this extra money because I had a 15 year old gap between where I was and where I wanted to be. Another dollar would get everything on my list. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, funny thing happened is you're, oh, and the other funny thing is you'd like look at people that were making way more than you. And you're like, how does that person have financial problems? I don't, I don't understand. They, they make so much more than me. And years later, not unlike many people listening in today, I was making a lot more money. But do you think my gap actually went away? 
it, it got bigger and more complicated, right? Because and, and and the thing is, it's not meant to go away. Because here's the thing: the gap in its healthiest state is very good. I mean, this the, the gap between where we are and where we want to be. This is where faith lives, right? Faith is the substance of things we hope for, the evidence of things we've not yet seen. It's it's where the energy to do the things necessary today to accomplish the outcome you want tomorrow. That's where that comes from, and 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 it makes you excited about the possibilities of the future enough to where I love the, I think it was Nietzsche. He said, he, he who has a why in life can bear through anyhow. When you've got healthy at at the healthiest state, when you've got a good gap, it's fuel is what it is. Now here's the tricky part. We tend to go to one of two sides of the gap for a very variety of reasons. So what one thing we can do is, uh, you know, you, you brought up, I think you said it was Chuck Swindell. uh, Maybe you can write me wrong. But he, he often said, we, we tend to rust out or burn out, right? Yeah. It, it, and by rust out or burn out, meaning we rust out because maybe, maybe for, because you've experienced some failures that like you had an idea of where you wanted to go. You tried really hard. You didn't get there. You didn't meet that expectation. And you're just kind of passive. Uh-huh. You're just kind of like sitting there going, you know, does, is it even worth it to dream? Is it worth it to, to, to do things that are possibly going to get me there? Cause I, I failed. I had this. This thing, and, and, and you go past it. And that, let me tell you, there, there, there's no reward in the absence of ambition. Um, the people can talk about, can't you be happy with where you are? Yes. But, but you don't, you're never happy with where you are unless you have a bigger vision of tomorrow than your current today. So you tend to rust out if you stay in that place. Hmm. The opposite's true if you go so far. And this is, I, most of the people on this, uh, this listening to the podcast, you, I, most of you are wired a certain way. You're wired like me and you're wired like Andy and you're wired like Justin is that your problem is probably not you are rusting out. If anything, you're like so focused on the future that you're actually not really enjoying where you are on your way to where you're going in, in, in an unhealthy state because we can get so future focused. So, so much into the, Hey, what's next? What's next? Yeah. We don't yeah. celebrate where we are. And yeah. The tricky part is, Andy, we're gonna we're gonna live our entire lives in the gap. So, so the truth that I want to begin to help people discover and apply today is, is something that we see time and time again of every really successful, healthy, beautiful practice. It, it has to do with this idea, starting point of number one, you got to create a healthy, an exciting vision. You got to create an exciting vision. Well, let me ask this about vision because um, I, 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 I wish I remember the quote better, but it was something about life is what happens when you're, you know, waiting for something to happen or something. You know, it's the idea that if you're constantly in the state of when this, when this, when this, I'll have this or I'll be this, you know, that, you know, at some point you're going to run out of when, right? Yeah. Uh, and you'll just, that'll, it'll be the end, right? Um, one of the things I teach my kids, and this is really practical and it, it sounds childish, uh, because it is, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Not all childish things are bad, right? Kids laugh and don't worry as much as adults. So maybe it should be more childish, right? Yeah. One of the childish things I taught my kids that I then do as well is, have you ever been in a moment where you're like, I'm never going to forget this moment? It's just so amazing. And then you realize I've forgotten a lot of those moments, yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. But one of the ways that we try to remember those moments, and I think has helped me, um, and actually this is this is a little sidebar. I think this is one of the benefits of social media. Uh, one of the few benefits, I should say, 
of social media, uh, is that it does help with memories. You know, I'm starting these memories of my kids from eight and 10 years ago and, and they're great. I like having them. I'm glad I took those pictures. But one of the childish things I teach my kids to be fully present, um, is that, is that you have to, in certain moments, I tell them to take a snapshot because we're always blinking. We don't think about when we blink, we just blink. And the way I teach my kids to take a snapshot and I'll say to them one day, snapshot, and they'll look at me and sometimes they'll say snapshot is we'll be in a moment that's awesome. And it could be getting a boba tea with my daughter. It could be umpiring with my son. It could be on a walk with our dogs. It doesn't have to be Disneyland. Never been, don't want to go, you know, but it's just a moment that you you want to remember. And what we do is we just close our eyes and we take a kind of a long, hard blink, like we're taking a snapshot. It's like a mental snapshot. Now, I don't know how much that will help my kids actually remember moments. You know, is it a true mental snapshot? But I want them to be in the habit of saying, I have a vision for my life. And as I am working towards that vision, I'm going to stop and I'm going to take snapshots. And while I'm in the gap, I'm going to be present and recognize I'm not maybe where I want to be yet. You know, my kids don't want to stop at age 15, 13, 11. They want to keep growing. You know, I don't want to stop at 45. I want to continue to get more wise. But in the midst of that, stop and enjoy the fruition of your vision. So tell me, we talked about, you don't want to burn out or rust out. You want to do things. You have to have a a vision. Um, But what do we do, Wes, when things are heavy? How, How do we... You know, let's get really practical in regards to it's not all daisies and roses. On the path, on the way to our vision, crap's going to happen. What do we do with that stuff? Yeah, this is this. So this is the starting point. And we're going to dive into the, the second part of this equation next week. But the truth is, uh, you've got to go through a regular exercise of creating and and reminding, renewing your mind to your exciting vision. Because that, that is the fuel that allows you to create today. It, it's the fuel that allows you to do the hard things. Some things that, you know, you just wouldn't do if you did, weren't carrying that, that why, that, that beautiful picture of the future that you, that you think you desire most. And so the, the way that we see this with really healthy practices that are beautiful, the people enjoy the process, one element, what it's not the only element, but it's one element right. is they go through this vision exercise and, and here's, and, you know, it's kind of like goes this quote that we use a lot is that the reason we trade, um, we, we, the reason we trade what we want ultimately for what we can have immediately is because oftentimes we've never defined or renewed our mind to what we want ultimately. Right. And I think that bears repeating. So if you're driving, you know, you can take voice notes on this or whatever you want. But the, the reason we trade what we want ultimately for what we can have immediately is we often forget or are or, or not renewing our mind to what we want ultimately. So the, the premise on this one, the, the truth that I want you to discover and apply um, that'll make your life better, make you better at life and let you live a beautiful life, a beautiful, great, a beautiful practice is this vision exercise. So here's what it looks like, Andy, is I want you to take yourself three years from today. And I, I just want you to write out. Now, certainly the business, because this is, we're focusing on the business side of things, but all the big areas of life you care about, you know, your, your, your physical life, your relational life, your financial life, spiritual life, professional life. Uh, you may have subcategories or more categories, but those big areas, what would a beautiful life look like a day in the life of you three years mm-hmm. from today? What, 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 and, and you, and you have kind of two ways I, I'd language it. I'd have it all touched like a week in life of you, a month of life of you, a year in life of you. 
for you to look at that and go, that's beautiful. What has to have happened? And, and, and a couple of things will occur. One is I want you to have getting goals in there and I want you to have becoming goals. So getting goals are, are usually where we go. They're easier. So it's like, I want to get $3 million or I want to you know, get to the place where I'm capable of giving X amount away a year. Um, and those are good. You need those. I want to get a practice that looks like this. I want this many clients and you know, here's the income and those sorts of things. But becoming goals, um, what are you becoming in the process of what you're pursuing? And, and that really allows you to layer a different element on there where it's like, you know, people get a bunch of money all the time, but you would not want their life. You would not want the rest of it because the person they become in the process of what they pursued right. is absolutely not great. So, so I, I would dance with that. I'd really, I'd really spend time. And listen, if you just took 10 minutes today, don't, don't make this perfect. This is not in, you know, permanent, uh, going to happen in ink if you change your mind. Just write out a loose, hey, what's it look like in these areas I care about? And, and, and the thing that we do that I do every morning, that, that is the other part of this exercise is once you have that, you've got every morning I get up and I just read my exciting vision of all of these areas of my life. I renew my mind to it. It's, 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 you, you got to design and remind, design and remind, design and remind. Because it's, it's often, <laughs> it's, it, it, you know, I think there's that old Samuel Johnson quote that we, we need to be reminded more than we need to be instructed. And, and, and I think that's powerful. So, so when we can take this truth and say, yeah, I'm going to write the vision, that's the application point. And then I'm going to every day just spend 10 minutes reading it. Yeah. And, and doing that, you know what it does, Andy? It, it already puts guardrails around your behavior because yeah. you notice things you wouldn't have noticed without having that vision of where you're going in, in front of you. You see and seize opportunities you wouldn't have seen. You would have walked right by them because you're, you're, you're just unaware. You're unaware. You forgot or you never defined it in the first place. So, so that would be my takeaway for today. You know, another way of saying that is make the decision before you have to make the decision. Meaning, you know, you, if you said, I'm going to become this, this kind of person when that opportunity comes, you already know how you're going to make a decision. You know, I'm going to be a faithful husband. If temptation comes, you go, well, I, that's not something I would do. I'm a faithful husband. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that, that's not an option, right? Uh, you know, I'm an honest business owner. Someone comes, someone comes to you and it's like, oh, that, that's not who I am, right? And so when you have a vision for yourself and you walk into that, Justin had talked about in a prior episode about you train so that when the opportunity comes, you don't have to think, you just react based upon your training. And so I think a vision is, or training your mind for who you want to become and what you would like to have. Um, but I think that's a great reminder. And I love the idea of uh, it's often more important to be reminded of something than taught something new. And I would just submit that for the kind of people that listen to this podcast, and, and it's, I think this is going to challenge some of you who are listening, that you're hiding behind learning. Because I think that a lot of us know the right thing to do. And instead of hearing more of the right thing to do, we go try to find more new stuff. What's the new thing? What's the new thing? What's the new thing? You probably don't need a new thing. You probably need to be reminded of an old thing and just implement better, right? But I love the idea of having a vision exercise and doing that daily. You know, I'll, I'll say this one. This is a, you can also pity for me or laugh at me, but I think it'll be practical and helpful. The way that our county that I live does jury duty is that I'm on jury duty for six months. And what that means is every day at five o'clock, I have a timer set on my phone, which is the point of the story. Set a recurring timer. 
on your phone. I go to Apple Reminders and I say, hey, so-and-so, and I want my phone to turn on when I say it. But hey, so-and-so, set a reminder for every day at 5 p.m. to call about jury duty. And I have to do that every day for six months. And I call, and if they don't call my number, I don't have to go in. If they do, the next day, guess where I'm going to be? Downtown, Columbia, Tennessee, at the courthouse for jury duty, right? And and it, what's so great and I love about it, it's actually blessed me in so many ways, beyond the fact I think jury duty is pretty cool that we get to do that and we have a functioning democracy, right? Is that I was like, I know I'm using these reminders and all this other stuff. Set a reminder for every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 a.m. for this. You know, it's just, you, we, there are no excuses for you to not remember anything anymore. Oh, I forgot. Just talk to your little computer that knows everything about you and tell it to tell you when to remember things. So I would encourage you on a very practical level, take Wes's advice after you get down with this episode, talk to your device, whether it's Google or Siri or whatever, and say, hey, so-and-so, remind me every day at this time to this. So Wes, I'm going to have you end it. What should they tell their computer, their phone, to tell themselves so that they make this a habit? Yeah, it's real simple, Andy. At whatever time they wake up, one of the very first things that it's going to tell them to do, it's going to be an alarm set at that time to say, renew, renew your mind, design and remind uh, yourself of your exciting vision. Design and remind design yourself of the exciting vision. It even rhymes. I mean, it's like a bumper sticker, right? So Come you, you now. put it on there. We need some merch, bro. We got to get some merch going. Okay. Swag. Right. Some swag, right? I forgot. It's matured from merch to swag. Sorry. Swag. Merch was like 90s or you know. caps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, folks, I uh, appreciate you listening to today's episode. We hope it's been practical and inspirational. Uh, if you haven't, I want you to go check out westyounglive.com. There's more great West materials there, even more thorough um, and, and built out and robust than the podcast, certainly, uh, to help you grow your financial services business. If you haven't been there today, um, you're listening on something right now that allows you to go to it. So go to westyounglive.com. That'll be in the show notes as well. And thank you again for being a faithful listener to the podcast. Our, our hope uh, and prayer for this show is that it would be uh, life-changing in a lot of positive ways. So thank you for your feedback. Thank you for your reviews. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. 